Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored, presented by Burns and McCoy. Going to talk about the pros and cons of social media, but I just want to fill you guys in. I am doing this show right now from the parking lot of a Kohl's parking lot, in also surrounded by a Midas, a Good Times, and an emergency room. UC Health. So that's what's happening. We're getting new carpet installed in the house, and I didn't want to have a bunch of... Uh, crazy noises going on behind me. So that's what's happening. Real life people, I am not letting anything get in between me, you, and this amazing podcast. So pros and cons of social media. Let's start with the pros because I love, there's a lot of good things I like about it. Like, did you see, like the, the weird information that you get from social media is because I don't watch the news. The news is depressing. I can't, ugh, I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it. So, like, I relied, I get my news from social media. And by the way, I'm one of those guys, I'm guilty of only reading the headlines, and then I feel like that I know the whole story. You're like, my, I'll tell my wife, be like, did you see this? Uh, there's a tiger loose in Houston. She's like, oh, shit, what, where at exactly and blah, 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 did they catch it? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't read it. I just read the headline. Fuck. Don't ask me so many questions. <laughs> so I ended up clicking on the article later. But so, yeah, there's a so these are the type of things that you get off of social media. There's a tiger loose the other day. They saw him in Houston. This is the second time in two years that they've they've had a tiger on the loose in Houston. Crazy crazy and i believe somebody came up put it in a van and then took off and i i believe last i checked they hadn't actually found out who the owner of that is but that's crazy in houston they're illegal in houston so but the surrounding areas it is legal to have a tiger and how bad would that scare you if you walked out to take your trash out or just to get in your car to go run some errands and be like Oh, my God, there's a fucking tiger right in front of me. Oh, the, I would. Listen, if this happens to you and you have an accident, you know what I'm talking about. If you need to change your pants after going to take the garbage out, I get it. I get it. I fully respect that because I would do the same thing. I'd walk inside. My pants are soaked. My wife would be like, what the hell happened? Did you just piss your pants? Yes. Why? Uh, there's a tiger outside. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Go clean up. And somebody should probably call somebody. <laughs> call the police. Call animal control. Call the goddamn military. There's a tiger on the loose. Oh, my God, that would scare the shit out of me. So bad. And then the other stories you see, did you see that lady? She had surgery, and she wakes up. She's Australian. She wakes up after surgery, and she's speaking with an Irish accent. I woke up this morning, I didn't do anything different, I had breakfast, I didn't really talk to my housemates because Lexi had gone to work already and Sasha, I don't think she was up before I left. I took a shower and I I usually sing when I'm showering, listening to songs and all of a sudden I was talking in an Irish accent and I thought initially that that was just something I was just hearing that this can't be real and now I can't shake it. I just did a job interview in an Irish accent when I've never been to Ireland. 
Can your friends tell me that my accent is from a cool part of Ireland or not? Um, it's totally not normal and I'm on my way to the hospital. Stuart is coming soon um, and I'll keep you posted. Send help. What I appreciate about her is if she's faking it, she's doing a good job because she's not overselling the accent like I would be doing. I'd be like, uh, here's Scott DeHuff. He woke up after, you know, having surgery, probably, uh, well, I was going to say something gross, like a penis reduction, but I, I won't say that. So he wakes up after surgery, and now he speaks with an Irish accent. Let's hear from Scott DeHuff. Well, top of the morning to you, fellas. I was just waking up after surgery, and now all I can want is a bowl of Lucky Charms. Yeah, they'd be like, ah, I call bullshit on that guy. I call bullshit. But this lady, she's doing it very subtle. She has a subtle Irish accent. I'm not from Ireland. I don't know if that's an authentic Irish accent or not, though. I'd be fascinated to hear from people that know, truly know the accents out there and say, where, where would you say she's from or do you think she's full of shit? Because that'd be interesting. It's very interesting. So those are the things you see on social media that are positive. What about Benefer? That's right. Everybody, brace for impact. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez appear to be dating again. This is great news, everybody. Woo! Oh, man. She just broke up with Alex Rodriguez in early April. And now she's allegedly back with Ben Affleck. Good for them. Good for them. I guess he wrote her an email saying how good she looked. And that's not all he wrote on the email, I'm guessing. He's not like, you look pretty, Ben. That's all. And then signs off. Like, what? No. I'm. Sh he's a writer. He's a very smart guy. I'm sure he, you know, tangled up some words and made them sound beautiful. And uh, she likes them. So that's good. I'm happy for them. That's good. And by the way, while we're talking about Ben Affleck, I think he's a great actor. And anybody that hates on him should shut up. Okay? Just shut up. I like him. I think he's a good Batman. He's not as good as Christian Bale. Nobody will ever be as good as Christian Bale as Batman. But Ben Affleck, he's my second favorite Batman. I liked him. I liked him. So suck on that one. All you comic book nerds are going to be like, no, he's not authentic enough. Ah, mom, meatballs. So you get information like that. And good for Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I'm happy that they're together. Good for them, as long as they're happy. But there's a lot of pros to go with social media. There's a lot of support groups out there. That's cool. That's good. A lot of times you think you're alone in situations. Hey. There's groups there, whether you had lost somebody or, you know, you have an addiction or you like collecting things, weird shit. Like I like collecting uh, little sea turtles, uh, usually made of stone of some sort. <laughs> it's my thing. That's how I got my wife. Uh, what, whatever your weird thing is, good or bad, there's support groups out there or just groups. So you can realize you're not alone. That's cool. Maybe you have a ADHD kid. You can find a support group for that. That's cool. That's great. You're not alone. That's a great thing for social media. Because there's times as a parent 
There's times as a, an adult, there's times as a kid, you feel alone. That's cool. You got social media. There's, so, there's some positives out there, and a lot of the groups are controlled, so you don't have a bunch of haters out there ripping you apart for your situation. So that's cool. I like that. It's a lot, it allows you to stay connected with your friends and your family. Although I had to, uh, I'm no longer friends with my sister on Facebook because she was always uh, posting depressing shit. And it just got to the point where I was like, when I would see her post, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm getting anxiety. So I couldn't deal with it anymore. So I unfriended her, which didn't go over well. But it's one of those things where sometimes when you have negative things in your life, you just got to cut them out and you move on. And as hard as that might be in some situations, you got to do what you got to do. Don't look back. There's a lot of posts that solely promote compassion. Promoting social change, encouragement, a lot of cool stuff. My personal favorite is uh, recipes and cooking tips. I like following Gordon Ramsay and other chefs. I cook the majority of the food at home for the family. I have two kids, two small kids, six and eight. And my wife, my wife's a picky eater. So I need I need all the help to... Uh, to kick up the recipes, find new recipes, because we got like 10 of them that we rotate through and they get old after a while. So it's nice to see different things on there. So that's a positive thing about tips. I don't know about you, but I, I can get lost watching just random recipes. Then what's funny is like half of them, I'm like, I'm not going to make that. I'm not going to make that. I'm not going to go fucking buy one random, like, like you need this uh, European sesame oil. To enhance the flavor of, well, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Oh, let's see what else. Let's see. I have a whole bunch of this stuff. It's, it's so weird that I'm doing this show from my car. I I had one guy pull up next to me and just stare at me. He was rubbing his nipples at the same time. Should I be worried? Oh. I also like watching the scientific discovery stuff. When, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by science. I'm awful at science, but I just love scientific discoveries. I love watching engineering type uh, posts as well, like how it's made. I love that stuff. I, over the weekend, I had to put in a new, new French doors, or as I like to call them, freedom doors. America, freedom doors. Uh, but I installed the French doors in my upstairs bedroom. And you can't, they constantly are changing the height of the the hinges. So you can't just buy new doors and put them on there. You got to buy the new fucking frame, assholes. And so I had to replace a frame, a door frame. And I am not handy so screw you guys for constantly changing those. And you you guys that and ladies that do construction, I I tip my hat to you cuz I am so impressed by that type of stuff. It took me I started right around 2 o'clock on Sunday and I finished at 7. The door closes, 
So I guess that's good. Doesn't fall out. Put the trim back up. Looks good. I'll end up caulking it and uh, all that stuff. But hey, but I respect anybody that can build shit. So sometimes I, I fall into that deep hole of watching random videos on that type of stuff. And that's, that's a cool thing, too. I, I learned how to do that by watching YouTube. So that's a pro for social media. I also learned how to fix my washer a few years ago by watching YouTube. Easy fix. Super easy fix. And if I would have called a technician out, they would have charged me hundreds of dollars to do it. So there's a lot of positive things. A lot. You can stay connected with your favorite teams. But the negative, that's the one that gets me. But first, go to burnsandmccoy.com right now. Check it out. You're on your phone. You're at work, wherever you're at. If you're driving, don't. But remember this, Burns and McCoy, amazing products. They use fresh ingredients that are just going to blow your mind when you consume them. I'm a huge fan of their hot sauces. And when you go to BurnsandMcCoy.com, or if you go to any grocery store on the front range, you can find all their products. They got salad dressings. They got mustards. Obviously, they got hot sauces. But they also have margarita mixes. They got Bloody Mary mixers. Amazing stuff. And when I slap that hot sauce on any food, I I can put it on anything. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. I'll put it on popcorn. That shit's delicious. The flavor, the texture is just... it. Sometimes I close my, my eyes when I eat it, and it's just... I feel like... This sounds so weird. It's just so good. So good. And they got different levels of heat for the hot sauces. I'm a pussy, so I lean on the side of the the mild, and that's okay. I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. But if you're somebody that likes to get kicked in the nuts with the heat, oh, they can hook you up too. Trust me. Check out their website, burnsandmccoy.com. A lot of great flavors. A lot of great products. They're available at all grocery stores across the front range. Burnsandmccoy.com. Check them out. Burns and McCoy. All right, so the cons of social media. I'm sure as you're sitting here listening to this, you you are rolling around the cons of social media. And there's a lot. There is a lot. A lot of them are negative posts. Being in media, we used to get threats all the time, all the time on, we have an internal text line uh, where you could text in as a listener and text in. We had people threatening to kill hosts and their families. That is not a joke. That's how far people think they can go. And it's the same on actual Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. People are freaking nuts. We call it Twitter muscles. You got Twitter muscles. You want to fight, you know, Mark Schlereth because he's not standing down on his on his opinion of how NFL teams work. Because you think you know, because you've watched ESPN. Yeah, well, he played the game for, what, 12 years. He's been in broadcasting 
for ESPN, Fox Sports, calling games. He's a consultant for multiple teams. But you think you know more about football than him. Okay, I get it. I get it. Makes sense to me. Jesus. People are crazy on social media. Crazy. I've had people threaten to kick my ass because I, I did a bit and they don't they don't want to laugh for a living or they just don't want to laugh in their life. And they're like, if I fucking see you again, I'm going to kick your ass until you're bloody and, and people have to scrape you up, up with a fucking shovel. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I did, I did uh, my rich Russian billionaire. Oh my God. Yeah. I had to stop doing a bit on the air for a couple of years because I was, I got a threat from somebody that said that they wanted to smash my skull in. Now, I'll be honest with you. I reported that and nobody did anything about it. I made the choice to pull the bit because I thought, I'm, I don't want to risk it. So the bit was that we pretended that the, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets at the, at the time, Mikhail Prokhorov, a rich Russian billionaire, as we nicknamed him. We made a joke that he kept accidentally calling me trying to trade for Carmelo Anthony. And the bit would go something like this. Hello, this is rich Russian billionaire who own Brooklyn Nets. If you don't give me the mellow, I will break you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I totally had you. You were like, oh, no. And I'm like, I will break you. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I will go away. And people people apparently were offended. It's so bad that they wanted to beat me to a bloody pulp. People, some people just don't have sense of humor, and, and, and you realize that on social media. It's ridiculous. But there's a lot of misinformation that spreads like wildfire. I could almost say anything on social media, whether it's true or false, and it could spread like wildfire. Talking about wildfire. Sing it. That's as far as I'm going to go. I don't need people crying and getting emotional on this podcast. Could you imagine being a teenager right now with social media? Holy shit. That would suck. Anything. Did you see what Carol was wearing? What a whore. Oh, my God. That would be awful. That was me speaking. That was just my normal voice. That's really how I talk. Hey, guys. What's up? So, anyway... No, but could you imagine just like just the gossip that happens as a teenager? Just everything, just spreading rumors and lies just so easily. I am so grateful that I didn't have to deal with that when I was a kid. Because you're so fragile when you're a teenager. You know, you're going through a lot of changes. You're going through puberty and everything. And, you know, you're discovering, oh, shit, I need to wear deodorant. <laughs> That happened to me at school once. Oh, my God. I was, I the day I learned that I needed to wear deodorant, I must have had gym class, and then I'm sitting in, I think, Spanish class, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I think I smell. 
And then I heard two people behind me, one of which was a girl that I liked. And they're talking about how somebody smelled. And I, I, I think at some point they concluded that it was me. And I just left. I just left school and went home and showered. And yeah, that's the day I, I learned I needed deodorant. But could you imagine if that was on social media in some capacity? Scott stinks. Like, oh my God, how embarrassing. And you know that shit happens to kids. It's awful. Social media gets so out of hand. You can lose your job if you post something inappropriate. Although I know some people that have posted inappropriate things and didn't lose their job when they should have. Don't need to get into that because that makes me mad. Your company can reprimand you if you interact with a competitor's post. I know all about that. Don't like their posts. Don't do it. And the reason behind that is if I liked a post of a competitor, what happens is if you don't follow that person, but you, what will happen is on the timeline, your timeline, since you do follow me, it'll say Scott DeHuff liked this from this person. Like, oh. That person's still in broadcasting? I didn't know that. Let me check it out. Next thing you know, they get a they get a follow and then they can listen to them now. You're drawing attention to your competition. So I get that. I get it. But it's it's also hard for me. Like I've worked with so many people over after being in broadcasting in the Denver area for over 18 years. I've worked with a lot of people, a lot of great people. So when I finally left the fan, it was it was this sense of relief that like if Vic Lombardi, my friend, posts something, I can like it and not have to worry about getting in trouble. And again, I understand why you you get in trouble for that or reprimanded for that. It makes complete sense. I get it. But to have that I'm not tied to anything. I'm my own company now, DeHuff Studios, LLC. That's a real thing. I don't give a shit. And what's funny is, like, if there's another podcast out there, I'll like it. I don't care. I like other, I like supporting things. But I understand in that realm of terrestrial radio how it's completely different than what I'm doing right now. And again, going back to pros, I mean, like, the pros of social media is like it's easy to promote when you're a small business like I am. doesn't cost as much. The cons of social media is it, it encourages antisocial behavior. It, it causes depression, anxiety, heightens your insecurities. Again, going back to the teenagers, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you've lived through it. Being young, starting a new career, I'd be so scared. My advice is if you're young and starting a new career, delete all your fucking Twitter. All of it. All of it. There's websites. Just Google, how do I delete all my Twitter? And you can do a mass delete. Do it. Do it. Because there's guaranteed there's some little 
fucking comment that you, I like boobies. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're such a child. But you know what I mean? It's like, just delete all that. You can do a mass delete. Do it. Because you're it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Because you say a lot of dumb shit when you're a kid. And now that you guys have this platform of social media, whatever social media that you use, guarantee you've probably said some dumb stuff. Just go back and delete it. Lean on the side of caution. That's my advice to you. The other thing that sucks about uh, social media is the time suck. You fall into this time suspended reality, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You just sit there and you're just, you're so addicted to your timeline and you're not even paying attention to what you're doing. Like, oh shit, I just wasted 30 minutes. How the fuck did I do that? I haven't accomplished anything. And you're just scrolling through Facebook, Facebook. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I had a TV in my room. And back then, Jesus, we didn't even have cable. I was born in 79, so early 90s watching TV. I think we had probably like 10 channels, something like that. But you're you're just flipping through. There's like nothing to watch, but you're constantly flipping the channels. It's midnight. Infomercial, 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 shitty movie. <laughs> like and like I'm I'm just flipping through. That was what I did. And that's what I do on social media, on Facebook. I'll just be scrolling through, scrolling through, trying to find something new. Be like, oh, Bennifer, all right. And you know the algorithms are all set up to focus on what you like and what you don't like. And that's the way it works. That's how they lock you in. Facebook is designed to anything you click on, anything you hover above, for a certain amount of time, it puts you in a category of that's the shit that they like. Let's feed them more. So when you leave, if you like during political season, if you're focusing on one side or the other, that's what you're going to get. And that's how misinformation spreads so easily on both sides. Do not point the finger at the other person because everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Misinformation. Why does misinformation spread so quickly? Well, because we we as people tend to lean towards the negative whether we want to or not when we see a negative story we tend to gravitate towards that it's like driving down the highway you see an accident you want to you want to look at it it doesn't affect you other than it's slowing traffic down but you want to see it like how bad is it oh my god holy shit that one's flipped over that one's just crunched like a cookie we look at that. We can't help it. I tried to just do my best, be like, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to Then I'll like, look out from the side of my eye be like, oh, fuck, that car is jacked up. But I tried to keep moving forward so I don't slow everybody down because it drives me nuts. But that's what we do. And that's how the algorithms of social media work. They... They compile all the data that you like, and that's what it is. So whether it's a pro, you like puppies. There's some dude trying to do a donut in the parking lot in front of me. What an idiot. He's like, yeah, man, me and my Geo Metro. I just made a skid mark. What a dipshit. Anyway, <laughs> that's what happens when you broadcast from the parking lot of Coles. I better be done with my carpet in my house. <laughs> And then real quick, when you talk about 
you clicking through on articles on social media. Everything that is posted on social media is technically clickbait because nobody posts anything on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to just post it and hope that nobody interacts with it. No, you want people to interact with it. So you always try to come up with a headline that's going to draw people in. Now, that being said, there are some people that are big time offenders with this and they will completely mislead you. Be like, what, you know, Kate said to Harry is going to be, you know, jaw dropping or is jaw dropping and blah, blah, blah. And it's going to wreck the family forever. Then you click on it and she's like, she said that she doesn't like the color pink or something like some stupid, you know, it's always something like that. It's like, oh, I fucking totally clicked on it and it just means nothing. Like she likes pickles, but not the sweet ones. Oh, I love sweet pickles. Oh, my God. Anyway, I love food, period. So everything's based on clickbait. Everything is. Anything. You're trying to get a... But like I said, some people are worse. And it's usually news people. And why do news people do that? Because they want you to click because they get paid on the clicks. You click on their website, they can sell that. There's different ways to make money on websites. One, you can sell clicks. But news people are also... News in general is the old saying in news is if it bleeds, it leads. Pretty gross when you think about it. Because back in the day, they'd be like, real, the camera guy would be like, dude, the coroner is wheeling the, the body to the ambulance. And they would have, sometimes they would have the uh, paramedic or whoever let the arm drop down because it would be better. Because people would be like, oh, my God. And they would be just so drawn in. Because we we like that. We like carnage. It's sickening that we do that. But we tend to lean towards that shit. Positivity doesn't really sell as well as negativity. Some of you out there are great about staying positive and focusing on the positive. But ultimately, that's not what sells, and that's not what really draws people in. Based on data that has been compiled for years upon years, what sells is fear. What kind of sells is hope. But ultimately, it's fear. Happiness, bubblegum, rainbows, unicorns, eating cotton candy, that doesn't sell. You can throw it in there every now and then to break it up. To really heighten the fear. But that's the world we live in, guys. It's really weird. So basically, if you're looking at what you need to do this week is really look at what you're looking at on social media. Are you leaning towards the negative? If you're leaning toward the negative, see if you can flip-flop it. See if you can start focusing on more of the positive things. Clicking through on those. Will that, I'd be interested interested to find out will that change how you go through your daily routines are you going to be more of a positive person if you focus on more of the positive stories i'm guessing yes i'm guessing yes because since i've left the radio station i found myself happier and well many reasons why i'm happier but i'm not leaning on the negative stories i'm not looking at those 
I'm not looking for the blood and the guts. I'm just focused on happiness. Maybe that's something we could all do. And I don't know if we can ever walk away from social media. I really don't. Because it's, it's going to constantly be evolving. Whether that means Twitter turns into something else. You know, you got TikTok. Maybe that's the new one, new super popular one, which I, I think it is with younger people. I don't understand TikTok. Every time I click on TikTok, it's just chicks bounce, bouncing around with their boobs. Maybe that's based on the stuff that I search on my computer. Wait, wait, never mind. Scratch that. I'll delete that. Don't worry. I'll delete that. I won't get that way. I won't get in trouble. But anyway, <laughs> I don't get TikTok. It's by the way, if you do want, if you are on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, follow Jack Black. He is the best person to follow on social media because it's him being funny. I like it. It puts me in a good mood. It makes me smile. So focus on the positives. Try to distance yourself from the negative and see how that changes your life. It's probably going to be a little harder than you realize. And maybe you already do the positive things and good for you. That's great. It's hard to do, especially depending on your industry, whatever you do for a living. But try it. See what happens. See if you can accomplish a more positive life by altering how you use social media. If somebody's posting something negative, just quickly move past it. Try to find something more positive. Maybe put down your phone. Stop looking at your phone. That's one thing I've been trying to do since I left the radio station is I'll walk away from my phone, leave it somewhere, trying to get better at that. Because when you work as a producer, you should have your phone on constantly. Breaking news is constantly happening. When it happens, I need to communicate that with the host. Let them know what's going on. Hey, this just happened. Did you see? Oh, shoot, I didn't. Thanks. We got to talk about this tomorrow. Whatever it is. Now, I'd, I'll, I, I'm trying to figure out my schedule of how I, I do things. I will look at my phone throughout the day, but it's not as much. Because when I look at my phone, I can't listen. I don't do a good job with that. And then if I'm not listening, I'm not engaged truly with whoever's in front of me. So let's all try to do better and push away social media. I understand it's you don't have to walk away completely from it. But let's all try to push away from it. But before you do that, make sure you're subscribed to Huff Uncensored <laughs> anywhere you find podcasts. I'm starting my YouTube channel. I'll be getting those going here soon where... Uh, ideally, what I'll be doing is doing the video version of the podcast as well while I do the, the, you know, the podcast version as well. So make sure you subscribe anywhere you find podcasts. Make sure you share it with a friend. Make sure you like the episode. Do all that stuff. Turn it on mute after you listen to the first time and let it play on repeat for about 30 more times. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I need the clicks. I need the subscriptions. I need the listens. Anyway, 
Hope you guys have a great day. Hopefully this wasn't too deep of a of an episode, but you know, I think it's something we can all relate to. Social media, it has some posit- positives. Let's try to focus on those positives. Let's see if we can try to fight back against social media and focus on positives. If you're going to if you're going to tweet at somebody, if you're going to Facebook at somebody, tweet something nice. See if you can do that. Because I don't fucking understand why people just always want to post negative. It's f- sometimes it's funny. <laughs> I I always wanted to do this but as a joke, but I don't think anybody get the joke. Like when somebody's like, I just ate at Chipotle. It's delicious. I had this. I'd be like, nobody fucking cares, Todd. <laughs> to me, that would be funny. But I, it's obviously, obviously negative. But I would only do that if it was like somebody I knew. <laughs> we all have that negative in, in us. But anyway, have a great day. Stay positive. Push back on the social media. Try to do your best to stay positive. I understand it's really hard in this world, in this day and age that we're in, but do your best. Make sure you subscribe to DeHuff Uncensored. Share it with your friends. Thank you, guys. Love you. Talk to you next time. And thank you to Burns and McCoy.